It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Back in high school, I had uh, a friend. Uh, For the sake of this story and for his privacy, let me refer to him as Calvin. Calvin was a sweet young man at an age when sweet was completely unacceptable for anyone who deemed himself a young man. When he was a little boy, he fell out of a hayloft, landing on the top of his head. He was in a coma for some time, and when he revived, he was, he was plenty smart, just lost some of his motor skills. Can I be blunt here? He walked funny. He was awkward. In our particular high school, this caused many of the students to believe that Calvin was retarded, even though he had a four-point average. Visually, he was unacceptable. His appearance to our finite adolescent minds was ugly. Therefore, Calvin didn't have many friends. I I would go so far to say that I was probably his best friend because every once in a while, my Christian training caused me to produce a pang of guilt. And I tossed off a smile in his direction. But once my other friends, they got together and they realized that Calvin was so desperate to be included and that, and that his dad, the town banker, gave Calvin $5 a week allowance, which he rarely spent. Well, long story short, we all got together like the assholes we were And we used him on Saturday nights when we ran out of pizza money. Here's what we did. We dropped by his house, and his mother was so thrilled that there were actual high school students coming to see him that she'd offer us cookies and drinks. Then we would ask if Calvin could go out with us. She readily agreed. Calvin would run and get his coat, but before he returned... It was my job to corner him in the hallway and say, Hey, listen, man, we were thinking about getting some pizza. You want to contribute? Like a little kid at Christmas, Calvin took off to his room, and I watched him as he opened a safe he had and pulled out one of what appeared to be many, many $5 bills. Then we put him in the car, we drove him to the pizza place, And he paid for the evening's pie. He was so thrilled to be included. But once the pizza was eaten, my friends, and me too, by the way, decided it was getting late and we needed to head home for curfew. So we dropped Calvin back off at his house. Once he got inside, we took off laughing and continued on with our night of folly. We found out we could manipulate someone to get what we wanted by diminishing his capacity. It was shitty. But we had bellies full of pizza, which kind of left us unrepentant. 
I want to tell you that likewise, there seems to be some careless adolescence nowadays at the helm of the American government, entertainment, religion, and they're convinced that we the people are all a bunch of Calvins. Even though we've proven ourselves to be an industrious lot because we've survived inflation, recession, bank closings tossed our way, these childish keepers and these leaders feel they can diminish our capacity and our involvement by simply dumbing down the world around us. Nowadays, no one is required to know anything about history. We're given token issues like, which is better, cats or dogs? What do you think about this picture on the internet? What do you see when you look? Do you see a red dress or a blue dress? They convince us that this is what we can psychologically handle. And meanwhile, this handful of selfish marauders rip away at the fabric of our democracy and they turn the populace just into a bunch of frustrated children waiting for someone to knock on their door and tell them to get their $5 so we can go to the pizza place. Yay! I see it happening in three ways. Number one, there is a campaign to convince the American public that we are voters, not doers. We're voters. Yes, we are blessed to have a vote. It is our God-given Christian duty as Americans to see that gift every time the voting booths are open and use it. And once we cast our vote, then it will be our legislators, our president, and the judges will go to the big city and work out all our problems that are certainly too large for us to understand. So the populace, what? We buy into it. We spend our time arguing about flags, who's supporting the troops more, and whether or not women are actually being harassed in the workplace or not. And in a very dangerous world, we've, we've sent little selfish boys out to do our pizza run. They don't know what they're doing. So not only are they doing it poorly, but also they end up leaving many things undone. Are you listening? Things undone which demand care. I don't know about you, but I will not be bought off with the idea that I'm lucky to have a vote. I want to be a doer, not just a voter. I don't want to wait around for Washington to decide to help people or for Hollywood to come up with the inspiration for our country or for churches to wake up and decide to produce an emotional human revival in our beings. I want to care for people myself. I want, I want to share in the vision of what needs to be done. I'll do it where I am. I will, I, and I'm not going to sit around and watch endless hours of television and troll Twitter until I, my brain turns into oatmeal. I will sharpen my mind and stop the foolishness of thinking that my single vote means any more than one. America needs to stop being dumbed down 
by being overly stimulated by the notion of voting, patriotism, flags, causes, and foolish arguments that lead nowhere. It makes me think of a second way that we're being dumbed down in this country. We're being dumbed down because people insist. They talk about it incessantly. They insist that the world is mean. This is the actual Me Too movement that's going on today. You're mean. Well, I'm mean too. Yeah. We honk our horns more. We snarl at each other. We're asked to literally buy into every aspect of the Republican way of thinking or the Democratic way of viewing everything. Individuality is being ignored in favor of mob mentality. And the main message of mob mentality is don't trust anyone who doesn't have our hat. Don't believe anyone who doesn't understand what socialism is. We've even begun to contend. We've even begun to contend in this country that animals are better than people. I don't know about you, but I would much rather spend a time with my dog than I would another human being. Sorry, I hope that doesn't offend anybody. It doesn't offend anybody. It just makes you look stupid. It makes you look dumb as a rock, and that's where they want you. This has diminished our capacity to love. It, it has caused us to dumb ourselves down, to arrogantly think that there is nothing more for us to learn. We got it all. We just need to trust our leaders. We need to trust our faith. We need to trust that Hollywood's going to come out with great movies. What do these childish people in Washington, Hollywood, and the church think they're going to gain? Just like my buddies in the car so long ago. They're just looking to get a free pizza off of Calvin. And when they're done with the pizza, they plan on leaving Calvin back at the house alone. Don't you think for a moment that your government, your religion, or your entertainment industry cares one little bit about you as a person? They don't give a damn. They want to diminish your capacity, tease you with toys, and convince you that lying, being mean, and hurting other people is obviously the only way to get ahead. After all, everybody lies. Everybody's mean. How are we having our capacity diminished, causing us to be dumbed down? By buying into the concept that we're just a vote and that being mean is any way to get what you want. To me, that leads to the, the third one, which is pundit after pundit after expert after opinion doctor making it clear that if they don't explain things to us, that we, the American people, are just not smart enough to understand. I'll tell you, if it's that complex, we don't need explainers. What we do need is to simplify. You don't make people smarter by making things more difficult. That is the way you make frustrated human beings who begin to turn on each other. Yet the powers that be, the powers we put in authority are convinced that if they don't make us angry, if they can't make us afraid, 
if they can't stir us to feel inadequate because we don't comprehend. It's so, so many pages of information. If they can't do that, they can't control us. Can I return to my story? Because I don't want to leave Calvin hanging at home with his mother with leftover cookies. Calvin in our senior year. So you see this fine gentleman, he finally caught on to us guys. He found a great university to attend. He met a lovely girl who didn't mind that he had a hitch in his get along. And when he came, and when we came around to hit him up for money, he just smiled and told us he was too busy. It took Calvin a while, but he realized that he was being used by people who were users instead of movers and shakers. Calvin went on to do great. I'll tell you, I did pretty good for myself, but it's only because I woke up and repented of the sin I had done to this fine gentleman. I have no right to diminish someone's capacity. Nor does your president, nor does your Congress, nor does your preacher, nor does Hollywood. I have no authority to lead you to believe that you are too dumb to understand. But your government, your church, and Hollywood are just out to get something free off of you. And I'm afraid that's your freedom to express yourself and to know what's going on. The good news is... You and I are not mentally retarded or evenly politically correct, mentally challenged. The better news is if we wake up and realize we're more than a vote, we don't need to be mean and we're smarter than Washington, D.C. thinks we are. We might just be able to do something truly great in this country. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>